his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Doug Sovereign is away. The Biden administration continues to grapple with a strained supply chain and inflationary pressures that have led to some higher prices, including at the Thanksgiving table. For more on this, uh, discuss further, KCBS reporter Mike DeWald and political analyst uh, spoke with U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack. Mr. Secretary, thanks for joining us. We've certainly seen prices on the rise at the pump, in the grocery store, and the Thanksgiving table is not immune to that. I think it's saw a 14% rise in prices uh, for some of the Thanksgiving staples. Uh, what steps can and has the administration taken to help mitigate some of those impacts? Well, first of all, I think it's important to point out that we've actually done our own evaluation based on uh, checking prices across 29,000 retail outlets around the country, as opposed to uh, the Farm Bureau that basically uh, surveyed 200, a little over 200 uh, shoppers. Uh, and I think our uh, our take on this is a, is probably a bit more accurate from a standpoint. It's about a 5% increase, uh, which is a significant difference, obviously, from a 14% increase. Having said that, uh, recognize that any percent increase, obviously, for families is, is, can create difficulties. Uh, and there are many reasons for this, uh, supply chain disruptions, uh, an economy that that uh, restarted from the pandemic more quickly than I think the supply chain was uh, prepared for. So a, a lot of reasons. Uh, but in the meantime, what we're trying to do, I think, is first of all, uh, trying to provide help and assistance to families uh, to deal with, with rising prices. That's one of the reasons why we looked at expanding uh, support for families uh, who are struggling financially through the uh, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, increasing the benefits there. It's why we're also uh, excited about the opportunities for the child credit, the child tax credit that's currently being provided to American families uh, to offset uh, some of these costs, uh, especially for families with children. Uh, we want to see that continue, which is why it's important for Congress to finish its work on the Build Back Better framework that President Biden has proposed. Uh, we're addressing the port issue. Uh, by working with ports to extend hours, we're trying to figure out how to move containers uh, off those docks uh, into into stores, uh, materials into stores, uh, with uh, with some help and assistance uh, uh, with USDA providing resources. So uh, a lot of things that we're doing uh, to try to help mitigate, and the president just recently announced uh, tapping the strategic oil reserve, which is obviously going to have an impact positively on reducing uh, gas prices at the pump. So uh, some help coming along the way some long-term uh, efforts uh, undertaken to improve our, our overall supply chain and our transportation system through the infrastructure bill that just got passed. So a lot of activity in this space. Mr. Secretary, thank you for joining us. And one question I want to ask is related to the Build Back Better prospects, not only as it moves to the Senate, but also some of the points that you raised about what Build Back Better does and some of the infrastructure bills that we've seen are going to increase the number of jobs. And obviously, rising prices, inflation, you talk about that 5% increase uh, over the year. What, what is going to be the balance here as the negotiations go on for Build Back Better 
in terms of looking at inflation and trying to rein that in versus the jobs prospect, which obviously uh, this this is going to generate a number of jobs. We're going to see that next year. What's that right balance, especially given the light that the recent development of Jerome Powell renominated to head the Fed? Well, I, I think a couple of things. I mean, first of all, uh, the Build Back Better framework is paid for. Uh, so this is not going to add to inflation. This is not going to where you're basically deficit spending. Uh, this bill is paid for. In fact, uh, the Treasury Department suggests that it actually will reduce the deficit over a period of 10 years by a little over $100 billion. So that's number one. Number two, uh, you know, I think it is important uh, uh, to understand that as you rebuild uh, the, the physical and natural infrastructure of this country, you basically make us more competitive. Uh, and there are uh, many economists who believe that the benefits from both the infrastructure bill and the Build Back Better bill will actually contain inflation. In other words, uh, will actually reduce the risk of inflation. Um, we think that the, the the inflation that we're currently seeing is a result of a fairly significant disruption to the economy as a result of the pandemic. And as we as we reopened the economy more quickly than the supply chain was prepared for, uh, it caused this disruption, which we think over time is going to dissipate. In fact, we're beginning to see uh, inflation rates coming down. Uh, so I, I think with a little bit of time uh, and with a long-term investment in strategy to rebuild and strengthen and make our uh, economy more resilient, I think you'll not only see lower inflation, but you'll also see those good-paying jobs that will help to support families uh, dealing with whatever costs they may incur. And certainly the Build Back Better also will reduce the cost for many American families by cutting their taxes, by extending the tax credit uh, for children, and, and also by uh, providing resources for child care and, and early childhood education, which many families are currently uh, having to expend thousands of dollars for. Uh, now, you referenced the, the supply chain, and I think a lot of times people associate that with ports. Uh, but how's that fe- being felt uh, within you know, agriculture and farming, uh, you know, in, here in the heartland in, in uh, industry here in America? Well, one of the challenges with, with the supply chain uh, is exports, our ability not only to service our needs here in the U.S., but also to provide American product overseas. Uh, and one of the frustrations, I think, for American agriculture is the fact that for some of these shipping companies, they've made the financial decision that it's cheaper to send an empty container back from uh, the ports uh, in California to uh, to Asia than it is to fill those uh, containers with agricultural products. And so, you know, we're looking for ways in which we can either encourage or, if you will, penalize uh, shippers for doing that uh, so that they are in, t- in turn encouraged or incented uh, uh, to, to fill those containers up with American ag products. Why? Because, number one, that certainly helps farmers, stabilizes prices for them. And, two, there are many, many jobs that are connected to exports, agricultural exports. It's one of our our better trade stories um, as we look at uh, our relationship with the rest of the world. So we want to make sure that we continue to provide uh, opportunities for American product to flow overseas. And, conversely, uh, to make sure that we are continuing to to get the the, uh, materials that are coming into our ports, getting them off the docks, and into stores across the country. Secretary Vilsack, I, I wanted to take a moment to kind of pan back here. You, you were in the Obama White House Cabinet Secretary for the whole Obama administration. You've now joined the Biden administration. What changes have you seen in terms of decision-making from the Obama White House to the Biden White House one year in? If you could kind of take us through that and what you've seen. Well, you know, it's interesting. The, the, the Obama administration was, was uh, faced with a singular problem which was a, an economy that was on the brink. Uh, and obviously it was all hands on deck to get the American Recovery Act passed and ultimately with Vice, then Vice President Biden's assistance and help, getting it implemented quickly. 
Uh, so, so much of the decision making was focused just on that. Well, President Biden was faced with a much more serious set of challenges because you had a healthcare crisis in the pandemic and you also had an economic uh, circumstance impacted by the pandemic. Uh, and so it, it's been really double duty, if you will, uh, which has required uh, this White House uh, to be incredibly efficient and co- incredibly focused on passing the American Rescue Plan, which was designed to stimulate the economy and, and get us through through a tough patch. The, the infrastructure bill, which was designed to, to rebuild the physical infrastructure to make us competitive. And now the bill back better that addresses both the, the, uh, the, the need for family, uh, support as well as the natural infrastructure making us more resilient. And we're also dealing as well with the climate issue, which is, I think, significantly elevated in terms of importance at this point in time. So I would say that there's, there's more work to do and time is of the essence and therefore there is a greater sense even an even greater sense of urgency than uh, even in the Obama administration when there was a fairly heightened uh, degree of urgency. Thanks to our guest, U.S. Secretary of Agriculture, Tom Vilsack. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.